0: Everyone, welcome to the Holistic Soul podcast and channel. My name is Ashley Tracy, and I am your astrologer and soulful guide along this journey. So, today we are going to be looking at the astrological horoscope, the influences for the week of November 27th through December 3rd. So, we're coming out of eclipse season in October. The integration period was November and the, you know, as we are ending November and emerging into the last month of 2023, there really is a lot of energy around reflection and also taking action towards releasing outdated systems and also calling in, um, uh, what you wish to manifest in the coming year. I pulled a tarot card before starting this recording and I got the Hierophant in reverse. So uh, the Hierophant is a major arcana card. It's number five. And it's really about seeking discipline, spiritual wisdom, uh, learning. It's a card of, if you even look at it, just the steps it takes to get to that point of awareness and enlightenment and uh, a new perspective. And I like this card in relation to the start of this week. We actually, to, earlier this morning on the 27th of November, had a full moon in Gemini. And Gemini is a mutable air sign in astrology. And what that means is that it's all about curiosity and letting the mind open to new perspective. So you can take in information, a lot of information because it is a mutable sign. There is a lot around taking in as much information as you possibly can. And it is connected and ruled by the planet Mercury, which also is our mental communication, um, our nervous system. And so this, this full moon, is a powerful one of opening our mind to something different now this full moon has some interesting energy so the ruler of this full moon mercury is in a square to neptune which really i think relates to this hero fan card neptune is an outer planet it is the spiritual world the unknown it's nebulous neptune doesn't have a good grip on reality because it lives in a different realm And so it is our connection to our higher self, the collective consciousness. And so when the ruler of this full moon is squaring Neptune, there's a little bit of discerning reality and not really knowing in a very grounded manner because Gemini is not a grounded sign. It's a mutable air sign. So it lives up here, uh, not necessarily um, very planted and rooted in earth energy that's where we want to call in those earth signs if we have a lot of gemini in our chart and so this full moon really has a connection to um the spiritual or intuitive guidance and how do you bring that into our consciousness right so if you look at the chart for the full moon you can see the moon in gemini opposing the sun in Sagittarius. Both of these signs have to do with our perspective. Gemini is our conscious mind and our everyday thinking and reality. And Sagittarius is the bigger picture. It's our vision, it's our belief system. And so we are a bit challenged during this full moon because Mars is currently in the sign of Sagittarius. In alignment or what we call in astrology conjunct the sun in Sagittarius and so when we have Mars involved there's a lot of energy there's a lot of action being taken um sometimes Mars energy can be a bit aggressive or impulsive especially in a fire sign such as Sagittarius because it's it doesn't want to wait it wants to follow the fire within and act on that fire and so with Mars conjunct the sun, it means that Mars is also opposing the moon because the moon is opposing the sun. That's how we get a full moon. And so this is a bit of a agitation. Now, whenever we need growth in our life, we, we need a little bit of agitation. Um, if things are too easy or too complacent, we don't push ourselves to grow. And so with this Mars influence during this, full moon in gemini to start the week and really will bleed through um the rest of the week because we feel full full moon energy about four days three to four days before and three to four days after the full moon is exact so we're still gonna feel it we'll feel it the most on the 27th but anyways with this mars energy opposing the moon um we definitely are going to feel the the need to take action in some way. You, in the sign of Sagittarius, the sun and Mars there, you're going to feel inspired. Now, this isn't inspiration coming externally. And that's where the Hierophant reversed for this week really comes in. It's the inspiration coming from your soul, your spirit deep within. This is saying go inward for connecting to that internal flame uh, that's really going to guide you forward. Um, it's don't get too bogged down with too much information coming at you. Gemini and, and Sag both getting a lot of information. It's about listening to what you feel within and that guiding your action externally. And, um, yeah, so we also during this full moon have the moon, separating from a square to Saturn and also we have like I said Mercury making that square to Neptune but it's also in a nice sextile to Venus that's currently in the sign of Libra which is approaching the south node in Libra Uh, so we're going to have something to do with creativity creative projects partnership all of these things coming into play during this time of this this week and this full moon. And so there is a lot having to do with that moon square to Saturn, which that's a quick transit because the moon moves really quickly. and we're on the other side of that exact square but there's still a need to create structure and Saturn currently transiting in the sign of Pisces, There is a need to, Pisces is ruled by Neptune. So again, it's a very spiritual, creative, intuitive energy that needs to come down to earth to manifest something, right? And so that's where Saturn and Pisces can really help us manifest our vision. And so all of this interplay of these energies are coming through in a way that's saying, okay, what is inspiring you from the inside, what it lights you up how can you take that energy and create something that's truly aligned with the vision of your soul and mars when we channel that mars into a healthy energy of not impulsivity and not aggressiveness but courage really mars is and especially Mars and Sagittarius it's a a bit of a spiritual warrior. Okay. And he says, what inspires you? And you know, how do you want to pursue your purpose? And we can tap into that Mars energy in a healthy way. Now, one of the things I would say to watch out for with that Mars energy, and then also Mercury squaring Neptune is don't, let your reality get distorted, right? Because Neptune is very sensitive and it can really pick up the energy from other people. And when we have Mercury square Neptune, not only by transit, but if you have that natally in your birth chart, you tend to lack the boundaries needed to discern what's real and what's not real. Or I like to say what's mine and what's not mine, right? Um, Those who have strong Neptunian energy in their chart let's say it's conjunct sun moon rising or an aspect to that and even your mercury or your venus you typically struggle with good boundaries healthy boundaries of discernment right and so that's where we want to use that moon in gemini um, at the beginning of this week to tap into bringing it into your conscious awareness of what's mine and what's not mine what's real what's not real okay um So that's kind of how we start the week, and it bleeds into um, the rest of the week. Now, the moon will be in Gemini until uh, later on the 28th, on Tuesday, and then it will switch into Cancer. And so we go from the mind to the heart. We go from thinking to feeling when the moon moves into cancer and now the moon in the sign of cancer is a strong beautiful moon because it rules the sign of cancer and so it's a feeling moon okay it's it's connected to your mood right your moon and the moon in by transit affects your mood and so we go from a very heady moon moon in gemini to a feeling moon moon in cancer and so the moon will be in cancer tuesday evening All of Wednesday, all of Thursday, and for just briefly Friday morning before it moves into the sign of Leo. And so the moon in Cancer for those days, so Tuesday, Wednesday, really Wednesday and Thursday, the most you'll have the full days of the moon in Cancer, it's about nourishing yourself. It's how do you nourish yourself? How do you reparent yourself, right? So for some of you, Cancer moons typically will bring up childhood um, memories because cancer rules the fourth house, the moon rules the fourth house, and the fourth house in astrology is our house of our family, our childhood, our roots, our emotional foundation. So if you're feeling a little bit off during that time and maybe some past memories connected to childhood or even just a few years ago come up, They're teaching you something. And again, hierophant and reverse, go inward to seek the answers. Okay. This is a time of exploring how you need to nurture yourself, to mother yourself. The moon and Cancer are very associated with the mother archetype. And so sometimes we just need to figure out what that looks like for us. And so it's going to be a drastic shift with that gemini moon moving into the cancer moon so we're going to feel that need to just take care of ourselves this is a really good time to do creative projects because when we're in that creative flow and again we'll have that um coming off of that mercury square neptune we're tapped into our intuition and tapped into our creative energy our sacral energy that lives in that um chakra sacral chakra which is a very, you know, watery, very cancerian. Um, the moon and cancer actually rules the uterus in that kind of area of the body. Uh, same thing with our breasts, stomach. Um, so if you're noticing uh, with the moon and cancer energy, we, we typically tend to be more emotional eaters, right? Um, especially if you have that natally. But by transit too, we're going to feel that energy of just wanting to comfort And it's winter. It's cold here. I'm in Colorado. And so, as you can tell by my sweater, um, it's a little chilly. So it's like soup, stew weather, right? We really want that warmth, um, that comfort, uh, that nourishment, right? Uh, Bone broth, things like that would be really wonderful um, middle of this week. We don't really have any major aspects the middle of this week, So it's really about taking care of yourself and nourishing yourself. Do your moon, right? Um, One of the things when we look at the moon in your natal chart, in your birth chart, that's really going to speak to how do you nourish yourself. So look to your moon sign. And um, for example, if you have a moon in water, a water sign, so that's Cancer, Pisces, Scorpio, it's a really good time. Um, You you really want to focus on... Your emotion, how do you nourish yourself? Emotion, how do you process some of those emotions that are coming up for you? Oftentimes, being by water, taking a bath, taking a shower, you know, really cleansing yourself is a really good thing. Hydrating is really important, but also having those deep emotional connections with other people and having people that you trust. Moon and fire people, so that's going to be Leo, Sagittarius, Aries, uh, movement. A lot of times those who natally have their moon in a fire sign need to move their body a bit more. And that is actually really important for everyone too, but especially my fire moon people with that activation of that Mars energy conjunct the sun, right? Hanging out with the sun, opposing the moon and the full moon. You might feel excess energy. And so get out, go for a walk, ride your bike, um, take a yoga class, do whatever you do, that helps you move that energy through your body. My moon and earth people, okay? So that's Taurus, that's Virgo, that's Capricorn. Get hands-on, tactile, organize, work work on things, build things. Um, get your hands dirty, right? Really just ground, go be out in nature. Um, write, journal, that's a really great um, grounding exercise for people who have a moon and an earth sign. So making sure that you are... To taking that time to foster what you need emotionally. And then my moon and air people, okay? Gemini, Libra, Aquarius, connect. You have you, When you have a moon and an air sign, there is a social component or a social need for you to talk. So those are typically the people that really love to call their friends, talk things through, maybe ha- talk to their therapist, talk to a counselor, talk to a family member, just or just gather with friends that make you feel safe and comfortable. That's really what you want to do when you have a moon and an air sign. So I'm um, just touching a brief kind of, I have a whole episode on the Holistic Soul podcast about moon sign and element you can dive into and I'll tag it in the notes for you to check out. But because we're really looking at a moon and cancer energy for the middle of the week and no major aspects, it might be a good time Uh, to dive into how to work with your Moon natally. And then we'll move to Friday. So on Friday, December 1st, happy December. I can't believe it's the end of the year. What a year it has been. I'm ready for 2024. Um, We have Mercury shifting from Sagittarius into the sign of Capricorn. And so this is actually setting us up for the Mercury retrograde that will be happening in the month of December. We'll talk about that in the coming weeks. But Mercury moves out of a fire sign, out of Sagittarius, into an earth sign, into the sign of Capricorn. So this is an energy of grounding our thoughts, grounding our ideas, coming up with a plan of action. Now I keep talking about action and especially around Mercury because When we have Mercury retrograde coming up, we really don't want to start anything new. So if you've got projects you need to get started or things you are wanting to get off the ground, this is a time to do it. And with Mercury and Capricorn, you can come up with a plan or a strategy and finally take that step to to create it, to make it happen. Earth signs such as Capricorn really know how to take something and create structure needed to see it through um capricorn initiates right so with mercury and capricorn before we get into that retrograde period we want to initiate what we might be um kind of sitting on right now because Mercury and Sagittarius, a lot of ideas, a lot of things coming through, you might not have known, especially with that square to Neptune, exactly what direction you wanted to take. But when Mercury enters Capricorn on Friday, December 1st, it's gonna really help ground that kind of, you know, chaotic energy of too many things floating around in your head. Um because then right after it enters Capricorn on the 1st, on the 2nd of December, Mercury is going to make a sextile to that Saturn in Pisces. So Saturn is naturally the ruler of Capricorn. And when Mercury and Capricorn sextiles its ruler, um, it's like, okay, I'm leaning on this person to help me see it through, to really just get me there. And so that's going to be the inspiration of how do I take my vision and make it real? So really like the energy of that Friday, Saturday to come up with a plan to do what you need to do to manifest that vision you've always kind of had ruminating in your mind, especially during that Mercury and Sagittarius period where you were really just like inspired, right? Now with Mercury and Capricorn making a sextile to Saturn and Pisces, we are ready to make things real, right? Bring it down to earth, make it happen. Okay, so then the last aspect we're going to talk about, which is kind of a big one, um, is Sunday, December 3rd, and that is going to be Venus in Libra making a square to Pluto in Capricorn. And so Venus, let's talk a little bit about Venus's journey this week. We mentioned earlier that Venus is aligning with the South Node, and that's going to be happening this week. So there's a bit of the south node in astrology is the past. It's our karmic history. It's our soul's history. It's um, what we remember. It's things that we're familiar with, things that our, you know, our go-to reflex is to, from a behavioral standpoint, is to do our south node. That's familiar to us, right? Um, But it doesn't mean it's great for us to continue to do because really sometimes, the past can really hold us back. And so when Venus is coming to align with the South Node in Libra and then square Pluto on Sunday the 3rd, this is a bit of "Hmm, what's no longer serving you and what do you need to release? So for example, this is partnerships, creative projects, behavioral patterns, or ways that you show up in partnership, right? It doesn't actually have to be a person. It could be how you're showing up in partnership, and therefore that's affecting your... Let's say if you're single, that's affecting your ability to call in a healthy relationship. Or if you're in a relationship, that might be affecting the dynamics of your relationship. And one of the things that I do see with Pluto and Venus, especially in a square is power struggles. So you might notice a little bit of power dynamics this week. And so be very, again, Hierophant in reverse, be very aware of what's coming up for you so you can navigate consciously anything that might be showing up in any sort of partnership. Now, partnership does not have to be romantic. It's romantic, it's familial, it's uh, work It's friendships. So this is all types of interactions with other people, okay? Because Venus in the sign of Libra is about other people. Libra is a sign of others, okay? It's very concerned about other people. What's really interesting is if you notice any codependency, any people-pleasing, poor boundaries, we talked about that a little bit, or just not feeling empowered to share your needs with another person, Those dynamics might come into play this week with Venus conjunct the south node, but then also Venus squaring Pluto um, on Sunday. So really interesting energy and powerful. Whenever we have a Pluto transit to our personal planets like Venus and even just collectively, we're all going to experience this on some level. And so really coming into this week aware of any power struggles or any relational dynamics that are outdated within yourself too, okay? I'm not just speaking externally because when we enter relationships are mirrors for what we need to learn. When we get into relationship, it brings up within us, right? Something that we need to consciously work on right and going back to that moon a lot and the south node which is connected to the moon it's going to be rooted in our early life and sometimes karmically right so we might not be conscious to why but this is where we see a little bit of our karmic unconscious behavior come through whenever the south node is involved in any sort of transit so really this week a lot happening from that full moon right? And then this weekend, and then the middle of the week, it's kind of like, take care of yourself, nurture yourself, because we're coming on like bookends of some intense um, energy in the cosmos. That So you really want to make sure in the middle of the week, you're nurturing yourself enough to have the awareness of this energy and how it might be coming up for you. Just really, the hair font reversed is saying, make sure you're taking the time to go inward. Make sure you're listening to what's coming up for you. Instead of just, if we don't take the time to go inward, guess what? We're not paying attention and we're not connected to what's coming up. So we project it onto other people and we blame other people, right? Or we'll project it and then they'll come and project their stuff at you. And then there's that kind of struggle we talked about in relationship with the power dynamics with with that Pluto energy. So it is a beautiful week. If we take the time to go inward and nourish yourself and connect and be aware of what's coming up for us individually. And also on the other side, with that Mercury moving into Capricorn, start kind of laying the foundation and taking action with that Mars energy too, towards things you want to achieve for long-term success. Because Saturn is about long-term success and so is Capricorn, right? They want to set you up. Um, to achieve and to be prosperous, right? They don't, but it's not taking like shortcuts, right? We're coming up with a very structured plan. And maybe that plan doesn't come into effect until the beginning of the year when we're out of the Mercury retrograde. Maybe you're just creating the structure now. And for some of you, you've been kind of sitting on it and you're ready to launch it. So if you feel that um, energy, that's kind of, Take advantage of it this week before we enter our Mercury retrograde period, which will happen mid-month in December. So we'll talk about that a little bit more. We are in the shadow period of Mercury retrograde, so things are slowing down a bit. But with that Mars energy this week, we've got still a lot of momentum. So I really want to say harness that energy if you can. Okay, that's it for this week. So please like, subscribe, comment. would love to hear from you as to what you want to hear about more. Um, And stay tuned for more from me, the Holistic Soul. My name is Ashley Tracy. You can book personal readings on ashleytracy.com. I also am offering an amazing course starting in early January. It's called Planning Your Year Ahead, Using Astrology. And so it's a four-week course live, week to meet live. You can ask questions, but we're really going to go through an overview of 2024 and how to work with it um, based on your own personal astrology and then also collectively. So thanks everyone. Stay tuned.